Amen. First of all, listen to that passage. Who was Jesus talking to? Anybody? Disciples, yes. So, he's talking to us. Yeah, he's talking to the disciples. And um, the important thing, I think, of, of this chapter for me is love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. In, in verse 17, it says that you love and unselfishly seek the best for one another. So you love and unselfishly seek the best for one another. I'd like to start by asking a question. Do you like being told what to do? Hands up if you don't. <laughs> Are you good at following instructions? Who follows instructions when they get something from Ikea? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I think in our makeup, in the way we are, we do struggle, don't we, um, being told what to do. I know myself, I find it hard, the older I get in being told what to do. I don't know what that's about. But um, I think because I think I know it all by the time I've got to my age. I don't know whether that, that's in the mix. But another question is, why? Why should we love one another? Because you're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Let me think about that one a minute. Yeah. I think... <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to disciples who weren't married to each other, so it's a bit different, isn't it? As far as we know. It's very simply, really, because Jesus told you to. Yeah? It's very simple, really, isn't it? Jesus told you to do it. So in a way, you can sort of end it there and say, right, we've got to do it because he told us to do it. But there'll be, um, and he knows best, doesn't he? He knows best because of who he is. And he knows us. And he knows how he wants his family to be. He knows how he wants his creation to be. He knows how it will work to the best. He knows how it will function the best. And that's why he gave us instructions. Because that's the best, the best for us. There's other reasons why we should do it. It'll come later on. Another question is, how can we love one another? How can we do it? How can we do it? I believe the answer starts in the beginning of the chapter that was read to us at John 15. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in them bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from union with me, you can do nothing. So love is a fruit. Just keep your eyes fixed on that. It's interesting, I was, when I got it, I thought, well, there's a fruit, wasn't there, early on in, in the Bible, in Genesis, wasn't there? I thought that was quite interesting. 
Love is a fruit, not a feeling. Love is a fruit, not a feeling. I thought that one up myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> love is a fruit. So to be able to love one another as Jesus did, we need our lives to be totally connected to Jesus and therefore open to the workings of the Holy Spirit and in relationship with the Father God. That's, I believe that's what that is saying. He is a vine where the branches, unless his love flows through. Inspired on Thursday, Ave was speaking, and she, she got um, a word from the Father saying, receive the love, give out the love, repeat. Receive the love, give out the love, repeat. So there is a purpose to us receiving the love. It's not just for ourselves. Receiving the love. There's a purpose. It's got to flow out. <clears throat> How do you love? It's a big question, isn't it? We say, you know, I, I'm, I, we've got to love each other. What does that mean? Jesus said, love as I have loved you. Okay, so we have an example. Love as I have loved you. So how did Jesus show love? How did Jesus show love? Shout out. Yeah. What? He washed the feet. Anything else? Sacrificially. Yeah. 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 He died for us, but I, I, I went straight to that first, first of all. But at that time, he hadn't actually died, had he? He hadn't died then. I mean, we, we, we think of it now as like he died for, for me, therefore I've got to love that way. But at that time, Jesus hadn't died. It's the last thing that the disciples wanted to think about or experiencing. So I was thinking, how did he show love at that time? It was in the environment of living together. Him and his disciples, they lived together, they worked together uh, for about how many years? Three years they did that. Yeah. They were, they were supporting each other, they were learning together. And I think that's a really good picture of us as a family. Yeah? Living together, working together, supporting each other, and learning together. But the important thing, I think, from this is Jesus didn't reject them when they let him down. Yeah? Do we do that? Do we reject people when they've let us down? Yes and no's and no's and yeses. They, however, rejected him when he didn't live up to their expectations. He went and died. That's not what they expected. Do we do that? Do you reject people when they don't live up to our expectations? Yes. Yeah? Have Christians let you down? Yeah? 
I'm getting nitty gritty then. Have Christians not lived up to your expectations? Let's be honest. It happens, believe me, because we're not there yet. God hasn't finished with us yet. We can hurt each other and lay each other down even without trying. Yeah? I believe there's lots of love and, and friendships in, in this place, in this family. Do you agree with that? I think there's lots of friendships, there's lots of love, and I think, I think it's great. But the challenge this morning is there's room for improvement. That sounds just like my school report. <laughs> and Arlene talks too much. That's also on my report. It is challenging when we think about the fact that we get to a certain age and you've been in church so long and, and been a Christian so long that we do get hurt by, by each other. Not meaningfully, or sometimes meaningfully. Is it because we have too big an expectation of each other? Do we expect each other to be perfect? Not have a bad day, not have a headache, not feel depressed, not be worried about things, not be sinful, not be selfish. The challenge for us, I believe, as a body, as a family here, is to love even through that. Even when we hurt each other, even when we let each other down, not to stop loving each other, not to walk away. Not physically not walk away, but spiritually and emotionally walk away from each other. It's a big challenge for us, but I think it's really, really important. We need to persevere and get a thicker skin. Don't expect people to be perfect. There's only God who is perfect, and he will never, ever, ever, ever let you down. That's where your expectation is with him. And I believe we need to have an our expectation of him. I think sometimes we don't expect enough from him. We need to love each other, warts and all. Have you heard that one? Love each other, warts and all. God does, so we should. And Jesus commands us to do this. And he commands us to do this for a reason. In verse 16 of the reading in John 15, it says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and appointed you. And I like the Amplified bit. I planted you that you might go and bear fruit. So he's purposely planted you so that you can bear fruit. He's planted you in this family. Yeah? He's purposely done it. And you're here to bear fruit, and one of them is love. That's the apple. One of, one of the fruits. If God wants to relocate you to another part of his garden, that is great. But beware the danger of picking up your roots and wandering about because you don't find it perfect where you are. Because you know what happens then if your root's not planted, you get dry roots. 
So be very careful with that. God's planted you here. Tough sometimes, but he's planted you here. Yeah? He's a gardener. Just going back to the fruit um, picture, if you just imagine um, a, you know, you're a tree and you're bearing fruit, you've got your apples out. The tree doesn't go around and just choose who to give the fruit to, does it? Yeah. I'm not sharing my fruit with them over there, I don't like them. I'll share my fruit with you, Tim, you're lovely. Thank you. Yeah. We need to be where we are and we need to bear the fruit and be open for, for everybody. And there's, there's an um, illustration in, in, in the Gospels where Jesus is walking past and he, he fancies a fig. And the tree was all uh, leafed, beautiful. And he went over and he looked and there was no fruit. And Jesus cursed it, didn't he? He cursed it. It looked good, but there was no fruit. And that's time they come past the, 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 it had withered. And a thought came to me then is, in us bearing fruit for the Father. He's the gardener. Why do you garden? So he can eat the fruit. So a picture I've got there is actually us bearing fruit for the Father, for Jesus, for them to enjoy as well as each other. And, and also the thing, we can look good, we can have all our leaves out, and look pretty, but have we got fruit? That's another thing, challenge. I'm being challenging this morning, because I've been challenged, so I don't see why you should get away with it. <laughs> another reason for obeying Jesus' command to love one another is that folks that don't know Jesus will see that we mean business and that we're living it out and the gospel message is true. It says that in scripture. If we love one another. I'm not saying this is easy um, because of what we're like and who we are, but um, I think we've got to this is something that we need to come to the Father and come to Jesus with and the Holy Spirit and ask for their help with this because we can't do it without Jesus. So every day, I think it's got to be a daily thing to come and say, help me today. I want to receive your love and I want to give that love out. Not just to, obviously we talked about not to neighbours and everything that we've had the commands we've looked at in the weeks before. I'm just looking at loving each other here as disciples together, and also other Christians as well. The greatest testimony, I believe, is that as Christians, we can disagree with love. We can disagree about things and still love each other. And that's a witness to those that don't know, and to the town as well. We, can't, we, we don't have to agree, we can't agree on everything. We've all got our own ideas, aren't we, about things, yeah? We might disagree on doctrine, we might disagree on, I mean, the big issue at the moment is the sexual orientation at the moment, isn't it? The gender issue, that's a biggie for the church at the moment. And they might, we might disagree on that with diff different churches and different, different Christians that have different ideas. Um, 
But in all that, we should love each other. That's the, that's the biggest thing, that we can disagree and say, okay, I, I, I don't agree with that. I, I don't feel that's right, but, you know, we can love each other. We can, and that is a big, big challenge. Jesus asked us, in verse 13, to lay down our lives for one another. What does that mean? I think it means, I mean, obviously, Jesus laid down his life physically. He died for us. But I believe laying down our lives in everyday situations is laying down our own opinions. What I want, having to be right, pride, etc. Sometimes we've got to lay those things down. I want to do it my way. Yeah? I'm the only one that can do this right. They've got it wrong, I've got it right. I think we've got to be careful um, not to get proud with this. Jesus laid down his life totally, even to death. As it says, it, it wasn't his will, it was his father's will, so he knew what it was like to obey, obey his father's commands. He did it right to the um, death. And for Jesus, as you know, it wasn't just, just for him to die, it was a lot bigger thing. He was a son of God, he was experiencing heaven, he was experiencing purity, he experienced all these things, and yet he gave it up to come and bear our sin. And, and for Father to turn away, not experience that ever in eternity, he never experienced his Father turning away from him. And yet he did that for us. So he showed, as, as you said, sacrificial love. We need to love one another. It is good for us, and it's good for others as well. It's not just about us. It's for others as well to bear that fruit. So let's, as a family, stick together. Esteem others above ourselves. Support each other. Sacrifice for each other. Put up with each other. I know we do these things, but let's do more. Let that be a witness to each other. We are loved more than we can ever imagine by God. I'm pleased that, that, that Mike chose those songs about love because really that's where it comes from. It, we can't love others if we don't experience God's love for ourselves. We don't open ourselves up to the Father's love to love of Jesus, love of the Holy Spirit. We can't do it. We need to open up. And that means consciously praying into that, consciously doing it, opening up. It's not just done whatever. It's something you've got to think about and spend time in God's presence and admitting that we can't do it ourselves. Our love falls short doesn't it? Our love does. But God can stir up our love and change it so we can love people we didn't think we could love. 
we can show love to people that are not like us, different than us. I think at this church, God is leading us into expressions of that love into the community. One of them is in the food bank and recharge that's in here with people coming in who've not been to church, that don't know Jesus, and they're having a cup of tea and a piece of cake, and they're in need. They're in need uh, financially, they're in need emotionally, they're in need physically, they're in need. And we have an opportunity to show love in this place. So I'm saying again, if you're free Monday mornings, come and have a cup of tea and just talk to people. Show love. Yeah, show support. Show that you're interested. Yeah? There's other ways as well that we're doing, like praying on the street and um, anything, even it might not, any people are coming in that we don't know and don't know Jesus, that's an opportunity for us to let the love out. But it's got to start with us loving each other. And before that, allowing God, receiving God's love for us. So we're going to have ministry time um, John, do you want to talk about that? A couple of things that I feel that um, it'd be good to include. If you've been challenged this morning and you need to forgive church, you need to forgive church, things that have happened in the past, it's good to get that prayer for that this morning. If you need to forgive individuals in church, it's good to have prayer for that, to let go of that, to move on into what God's got for you, because that can hold you back. Yeah, that can hold you back. Um, if you need to say sorry to somebody, if God's leading you to do that, good opportunity in these last uh, few minutes. Yeah, and if you, you yourself feel you're not attached to the vine, you don't know what that means, um, you don't know Jesus, and you want to know more about that, please come and ask and have prayer. Amen.